today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Uber. You know, why can't Uber just get along with everybody? You know, I, I don't get it. It's not like they're the only people that are testing self-driving cars. Like, you know, Ford's testing them. Google's testing them. Tesla's testing them. But, you know, whenever Uber's testing them, they always get into trouble because they don't have the right permits. Or they don't, like, what kind of, what kind of fly-by-night operation is Uber? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Uber pulls self-driving cars off San Francisco uh, roads because the DMV, the Department of Motor Vehicles down in the States, uh, pulls its permits. Where are we with self-driving cars? Uh, why is Uber always making itself so di- uh, life so difficult for itself? Or is it just so they get headlines in the paper like uh, I'm reading to you now? Uh, to talk more about all of this, Sunil Johal is with us, Policy Director at the Moet Center, School of Public Policy and Governance at the University of Toronto, and has authored a report on automation and is with us now. Hello, Sunil. How are you today? Hi, Scott. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Give us an update. Where are we with self-driving cars? Where is it going on? What sort of tests are taking place? Uh, so here in Ontario, we've just heard that the province is also three different pilots uh, in the province. I think they're basically most of them are based in the Waterloo uh, region. So those are expected to run over the next several years and give uh, the province and give some of the companies involved uh, a better sense of what's happening. But in the states, we're kind of much further ahead. I mean, in Pittsburgh, Uber's been uh, testing self-driving cars on Pittsburgh's roads for several months now, essentially since the, the early fall. Uh, and as you mentioned in the intro, uh, in California, there's a number of different companies, I think 16 at the last count, uh, who have been testing self-driving cars um, in California in various, uh, in various places. So uh, it's very much in the early kind of testing phase at this point, but some companies like Google have put millions of miles of tests uh, kind of into the books already, so it's 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 still being tested, but it's uh, it, it's got a lot of uh, miles under its belt, so to so to speak. So, what do the and let's start with Ontario. What do the permits permit you to do, or these people that are experimenting with these cars? Three say in Ontario, so that basically allows them to take these test vehicles out onto a, a street. Yeah, so I mean, you can drive essentially. I think in Ontario, you can drive on public streets, but you need to have. Uh, I mean, this is the same in California, same thing in Pittsburgh. You need to have a human driver capable, uh, essentially, of taking control of the car at any point. So, I would say we're calling them autonomous vehicles, but you could put that in quotation marks. Really, I mean, they are driving themselves, but the. Uh, Regulators to this point are are not comfortable, I don't think, with fully autonomous vehicles. We've got a car that doesn't even have a steering wheel driving around and yeah. kind of doing uh, whatever. There's got to be uh, a, a licensed driver sitting in the front seat ready to basically kind of at the push of a button take over the car. I mean, and the interesting thing is uh, Uber was had, had been testing these uh, cars in San Francisco over the past week. Um, and there were a number of people saying that they saw these cars going through red lights. They saw uh, them kind of cutting dangerously through bike lanes. Um, and Isn't there supposed to be a driver with these well, exactly. as well? Exactly. So, so you're what, kind of what, wondering what, like, what, what was happening with the driver there. And I think in some cases Uber was 
putting a bit of blame on the driver, saying they are investigating why the driver didn't kind of stop the car when it was mm. <laughs> when it was starting to go through a red light. So that's I think I mean that's the, really the tricky part here. For if you you can imagine if you're the test driver as well, like you're in a bit of a tricky spot here where you can imagine you get comfortable over time where like the car's making good decision, good decision, good decision. Yeah. Then all of a sudden uh, you let your guard down for one instant and the car does something that you weren't expecting it uh, to do. And that's really one of the challenges with this technology. If it's fully automated, that's one thing and you can kind of not worry about it, but where you are expecting people to be able to take over at a certain point, that kind of puts you in a dangerous spot where you're expecting humans to you both be alert, but also be comfortable with what's going on. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.